Hmm. So, where shall I put you? Ah, that's interesting. You've a ready mind. There's talent. Oh my goodness, yes. Plenty of wit and learning. Hmm. Not a bad mind either. It's all here in your head. Better be. Ravenclaw. Hello and welcome to the Rank Kings, a podcast that answers the age-old question: Which of your favorite characters would be sorted into Ravenclaw? I'm Danny Weiser. With me, as always, is my co-host and the Garrick Ollivander to my Phileas Flitwick. It's Ty McGowan. What's up, dude? What's up? How's it going? It's here. It's Harry Potter month, baby. I we know. finally it's, we're doing it. It's Expelliarchus officially. We don't. It, it's not. <laughs> it's not Expelliarchus. It was a joke. <laughs> Can't even make bad jokes anymore. Uh, getting dragged. It's. Uh, it was also uh, Harry Potter's birthday a few days ago. Yeah, which is part of the reason we're doing this. It's also. We're getting ready for like back to school month. August is a big month in the Harry Potter world. Yeah. Also, we just didn't want to wait anymore because we like Harry Potter and we liked this idea. Yeah, so exactly. We uh, we are. If you haven't heard, we're spending the month of August. Uh, all four weeks in August is going to be a Harry Potter episode. We're going to be going through the different houses uh, of Hogwarts and sorting random fictional characters that we think would belong in each house. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm really excited for this. I think it'll be fun. We are starting off with Ravenclaw. Um, and Ty, I've got a little bit of information about Ravenclaw if you're ready. Okay, let's go. Ravenclaw was founded by Rowena Ravenclaw, who said wit beyond measure is man's greatest treasure. Ravenclaw prizes learning, wisdom, wit, and intellect in its members. Uh, some of the most famous members of Ravenclaw throughout history include... Rowena Ravenclaw, of course, she was the house founder, thought of by many to be the most intelligent witch ever. Um, Garrick Ollivander, who is considered by pretty much everybody to be the world's finest wand maker. Um, Phileas Flitwick, who is the head of House Ravenclaw during the events of the books and a Hogwarts charms master, also a dueling master. Fun fact about Flitwick. And the shortest um, character in the Harry Potter series, I think. Yeah, he's a <laughs> half goblin. So he's, he's a little guy, heck of a duelist. Uh, I think he's also the choir master. Isn't that true? Isn't that right? Didn't yeah. He also think, yeah. The choir? Yeah. yeah. He's just an all around talented dude. Uh, Millicent Bagnold, who is Cornelius Fudge's predecessor as minister for magic and was a popular one. People liked her um, for the most part. Gilderoy Lockhart, who is a successful author and proficient with memory charms and just all around butthole of a dude. <laughs> yeah. He just like seems way more Slytherin to me than a Ravenclaw. But uh, it takes intelligence to be that good at memory charms, though. Right, but it also is. But like you're, but I agree. You're yeah. you're very uh, selfish in your cunning, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But he is undeniably one of the most famous Ravenclaws. He was known throughout the Wizarding World. But yeah, that dude sucks. That uh, sucks for Ravenclaws because they have to deal yeah. with that dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Laverne de Montmorency, who was the inventor of several love potions. She was a potions master, took a keen interest in making love potions, which weird. It's a bunch of uh, nerds, fin man. <laughs> finally, Yurik the Oddball, who is famous for his eccentric behavior, which included often wearing a jellyfish as a hat. He just liked walking around with a jellyfish on his head. That's one thing that I don't think is talked about enough in the movies is... Ravenclaws are often known as being eccentric and like out there type of people. Well, I mean, Luna um, is probably the biggest yeah. uh, Ravenclaw in there, and she's pretty out there. 
goodness, what a weirdo! That, that a bunch of we love. a bunch of out there nerds. Just <laughs> <laughs> gosh, I I think I have a higher opinion of Ravenclaw than you do, but yeah, I, they're I, definitely. I, I have a high sure. opinion of Ravenclaw. It's just like, hey, y'all are the nerd house. You're just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> Gosh. I accept that Gryffindor is the basic house. Y'all are the nerd house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. If we want to be reductive, they're definitely just the nerd house. That makes sense. Uh, Ty, do you have any more thoughts on Ravenclaw before we get into our list? Yeah, so I do like rules when I'm making lists. And we do have Mm -hmm. the Sorting Hat gave us rules in the the very first book. So it said... Um, are yet and wise old Ravenclaw, if you have a steady mind, or those of wit and learning will always find their kind. So, just basically, you got to be a nerd. So, <laughs> my list consists of nerds. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, you are list A this week. So, why don't you go ahead and get started with your honorable mentions? Yeah, first up on honorable mentions. Now, stay with me because it's going to sound odd. Uh, but L. Woods from Legally Blonde. <laughs> that's good it's gonna sound weird but i really think she's she's very smart it just comes off in a different way because she's very Mm -hmm. smart about things that we don't care about like yeah fashion and stuff like that it counts but she was she was able to get into harvard like with a month left in school like in harvard law school which is kind of crazy and and she just killed it at Harvard Law School. Um, so, yeah, Elwood's for sure. Uh, Ravenclaw. Um, yeah, great pick. Yeah. Number two, uh, or second honorable mention, uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a scientist. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's really, I don't know what else to say about that. He's, he's, <laughs> that's a it. he's a scientist. He's a nerd. He's a Ravenclaw. Y'all know who Doc Brown is. I don't need to explain this. Yeah. Everybody's seen Back to the Future. I think. Danny? Have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, thank uh, God. I haven't seen the third one. I've seen one and two. No, you don't. Three. You don't need to watch the third one. That's what I hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my third honorable mention is Ellie from Jurassic Park, uh, Laura Dern's character. Um, Interesting. Where she she basically is the only smart person. Like yeah, that's the true. the dinosaurs just lying on the ground dying. She's like, hey y'all, it's you know this is poisoned, right? Y'all grew poisoned plants on this. <laughs> on this island that y'all <laughs> built for a bunch of dinosaurs. Um, yeah, she's for sure a Ravenclaw. I didn't, I don't think I'm going to, I really wanted to do like different movies with like different characters from each and like each house. But I think people would have figured that out. Judges would have figured that out that I'm, what do you mean? Like, oh, uh, like you have a Jurassic Park character. In like I got like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle in each one, or I got like a that Jurassic Park fun. character in each one. Um, but oh, I think, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you have one of those on your list? Because there's one that there, fits very easily. Do, do you have one? one? No, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm mad because each of them fit pretty perfectly See, in the four houses. Yeah, it, I would have put Donatello, but he's got, I think he's a little bit more Gryffindor. Like, I think they're all kind Maybe. of a little bit more Gryffindor. Than Mikey's a Hufflepuff anything. all day, baby. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> Party All <dude>. day, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, Ellie's my last one. Uh, nice. Yeah, man. We don't talk about Jurassic Park enough. Like, I mean, I don't mean like this society. I mean, you and me specifically. Jurassic Park freaking rules. Well, it's like, it's it's kind of crazy that it's like one of the greatest movies ever made, and then 
every other sequel they've made just sucks so hard. <laughs> They're all bad. We need to find somebody who hasn't seen it so we can do a watch. We should watch a movie episode on Jurassic Park. That'd be a blast. Yeah. Uh, okay, my honorable mentions. The first one you're not going to care about. The second and third you'll be okay with. So just let's get through this one, and then we can we can continue being. On it's a misborn person, isn't it? Or <laughs> you're sh- red you're freaking right. It's a misborn person. <laughs> uh, my first honorable mention is Ellen Venture from <laughs> Mistborn. Ellen is a nobleman of House Venture in Luthadel, and that's that's all the nerdy stuff that doesn't make sense if you haven't read Mistborn that I'll get into. But you should read Mistborn. Um, the main reason Ellen makes my list is his never-ending desire for knowledge. Uh, like he spends a really significant amount of his time reading books that have been explicitly banned and that he could be severely punished for owning. Um, he asks a lot of questions he shouldn't be asking uh, about even more things that have been banned. And he just desperately wants to learn as much as he can, which I think is like a hallmark of a Ravenclaw. Yep. Um, my next honorable mention is Indiana Jones. Uh, Indy is another character with such a strong desire for knowledge that he puts his own safety and well-being at risk in pursuit of that knowledge throughout the, all of his movies. Um, he just wants to know as much as he can and solve mysteries and find things that no one else has been able to find before, which I think is quintessential Ravenclaw. There's certainly a Gryffindor argument for him, I think, because he's brave and puts himself out there. But the only reason he puts himself out there is for the pursuit of knowledge, which is so very Ravenclaw. Yeah, I have him in another house. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, my final honorable mention is Rapunzel from Tangled. Um, it, continuing with the theme of my other two, it's all about the thirst for knowledge. Like she, she so strongly desires knowledge and new experiences that it's the driving force between most of her choices in Tangled, um, including her time trapped in the tower, even where she just reads and learns and tries new things and just experiments and wants to like take in as many experiences as she can. Like that's, that's quintessential Ravenclaw, I think. So, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen Tangled. Oh, Tangled's No, good. I have, I've seen it. I just haven't seen it. Like maybe I, I might as well have not seen it. Cause I don't remember yeah. hardly anything from it. Tangled's good. I remember but there's a lizard, her- right? There's a lizard in it. <laughs> I think so. Her, her whole deal is, like, she's trapped in this tower and is, like, kept off from learning and experiencing new things. Well, yeah, I know, like, the, that. That's what she wants. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also an audience for me to talk to, Ty. It's not just me and you here. I'm, I'm, um, I'm thinking, I'm putting a little faith in our audience to know the the story of Rapunzel yeah, again though but it's a podcast we've got to talk to them about this about the content here do we though it's kind of the, it's the, what do you think a podcast is ty all right what's your number 10 let's get into our list i don't want to do this with you uh my number 10 is elrond from lord of the rings he's nice. he's the smartest person in the room whenever he's he's in the room um everybody goes to him for advice he pretty much holds knowledge from i don't he He's like a, a couple thousand years old or something like that. Um, he's mad old. Uh, but he just is literally just like a walking book or almanac for Lord of the Rings. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of nuts that he just sits around in, in Rivendell the whole time. It doesn't really help out. Um, <laughs> he just chills, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yes, I know exactly what to do. Now go do it. All right. All right. <laughs> Sick, dude. Um, but yeah, he, I mean, he just knows everything and he basically his like power or whatever in those books is knowledge. That's like his whole yep. thing. 
Nice. Um, I have a different middle. I've actually two different middle earth characters on my list coming up later. Gollum. And spoiler alert. I'm probably g- <laughs> spoiler alert. I'm probably going to have a middle middle earth character on all of my lists throughout this entire month. Cause it's just a fun crossover that I like to talk about. So. Yeah. My number one is the orc from uh, two towers that just goes, yeah, why yeah. can't we have some meats? <laughs> yeah. The, that's your Gryffindor. Number it's one. My number one for every house. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that fits. I like that. All right, my my number ten is Columbus from Zombieland. This is Jesse Eisenberg's uh, okay. character. Okay, yeah. Um, he he takes such a methodical and calculated approach to the zombie apocalypse that literally only a Ravenclaw possibly could. Yeah. Like his first instinct when zombies start showing up is to come up with rules for survival, and he religiously sticks to those rules so much so that it's like his primary personality trait. And that's the most Ravenclaw thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So Columbus from Zombieland, easy Ravenclaw. You just recently came to mind because I. I just recently watched those. That's why I thought of it. For the first time, right? No, I've I've seen the first Zombieland a bunch of times. I just watched Double Tap recently for the first time. Okay. Yeah, because I missed that one in theaters, and then it just hasn't been available on streaming. But I just I I I just got Stars recently because they gave me they sent me some promotion thing, and it's on Stars. But uh, yeah, those movies rule. Yeah, those movies they're really fun, especially the first one. Yep. Um. Okay, my number nine is Andy Dufresne uh, from Shawshank Redemption. Um, He's, I mean, he's the only time someone's portrayed an accountant um, that's actually actually interesting in a movie. (laughs) So he's very smart. His whole thing is like, hey, let's build a library. He just like wants more knowledge for everybody. He he he's always constantly learning things. Like he's very interesting in learning things about like the prison and stuff like that. Um, he like uses his knowledge of rocks to escape from prison, which is kind of nuts. And he's just <laughs> able to play like all of these people with like just his mind. Like, mm-hmm. like if, if listeners are, if you're confused by this, just like go back to that scene where he, where they're on tar in the roof and he gets all the people beer. Like he totally just uses wit and knowledge to do that and he uses it for other people so like there's definitely kind of a cunning like uh this might be a slytherin kind of thing but he's like way more of a ravenclaw um where he just yeah he just wants as much knowledge as he can get his whole thing that entire movie is being more clever than the people around him yeah so yeah easy ravenclaw that's a great choice uh okay my number nine is aragorn from lord of the rings uh, this is one of those characters. I think a lot of people are going to put him in Gryffindor. I think probably most people put him in Gryffindor, uh, but I don't think he is. I think if he was a Gryffindor, he would have dove head first into being the high king of Gondor. Um, but Aragorn, like every single one of his er- words and actions are so incredibly carefully and meticulously thought out and planned. He weighs the consequences and outcomes of every single thing he does. Like he's far too methodical to be a Gryffindor. He continues to test himself and seek answers until he finally decides what he should do in a way that only a Ravenclaw really could. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't really agree with this, but <laughs> that's okay. It's part of the show. Do you you have him in Gryffindor also? Um. You know what? Gosh. No, okay. A, so, I guess you can't you can't give that up. We have that episode coming up. Yeah. Um. Maybe. I mean. Yeah. I'm. I'm not going to give that up. Uh. I see him in two 
different houses other yeah. than Ravenclaw. I, I actually have like honestly probably half my list. I have arguments for multiple houses, at least in this episode, that ultimately came out on Ravenclaw. But I think that's one interesting thing about Ravenclaw is there's such a fun mashup of Gryffindor and Slytherin in so many of their like qualities that uh, I, I think makes Ravenclaw a pretty fun house. But yeah, ultimately, I think I think Aragorn's just too careful and too meticulous to be a Gryffindor um, and uh, not cunning to be a Slytherin you know what I mean so I think I think he defaults into Ravenclaw and I like him here a lot okay interesting um (laughs) my number eight is Joe March from Little Women 2019 nice uh Saoirse Ronan uh she literally just runs circles around people because she's Mm -hmm. just so much smarter than every (laughs) single person in this movie uh, she uses her knowledge to better her life and her family's life. Um, she's, I mean, she literally is just like, when you're watching that movie, she's just like, yeah, you're just smarter than everyone. And it sometimes <laughs> it kind of works against you. Like, you know what? You probably should have ended up with Timmy C um, instead of that right. foreign dude. But, you know, you're just too smart for your own good. Um, and she cho- that's basically what she does. She chooses her brain and and her riding over uh, personal, you know, decisions that would probably be best for her. So, yeah. Which is Ravenclaw as hell. Yeah, yeah so Ravenclaw. Just a bunch of nerds, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine being so nerdy that you choose riding over Timothy Chalamet. That's nuts. <laughs> I get it. Uh, okay, yeah, great pick. My number eight is Benoit Blanc from Knives Out. Uh, this is okay. Daniel Craig's character. Um, he is—he's another one of those guys. He's the right combination of brave, like a Gryffindor, and resourceful, like a Slytherin, that makes him a good fit for Ravenclaw. Um, he's obviously incredibly intelligent and intuitive. Um, he's creative and he's eccentric, and he like will do whatever is necessary to find the answer to the problem that he needs to solve, which are all very, very heavily Ravenclaw things. Yeah. He's definitely a Ravenclaw, but like when I'm picturing him in the Harry Potter universe, he's like definitely from like a foreign school. Yeah, like he's yeah. super bow bow bat bow baton bow baton. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Which would be hilarious, just picturing him at a French <laughs> school with that ridiculous uh, Louisiana accent. Uh, oh that that's really funny i didn't even thought about that but yeah that's super makes sense. yeah that's really good when i picture like if i'm picturing him showing up in like one of the books he's like oh he's totally from like he's like a foreign dignitary from like a different country <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good but yeah benoit blanc definite ravenclaw uh my number seven is hiccup from how to train your dragon um i think oh, most nice. Most people would want to sort him into uh, Hufflepuff just because he's kind of a dud. Uh, no, in I his, get like, it, man. He's smart, but he he's like he grew he grows up in this society where they they kill dragons like that's their whole thing, and instead he's like, why don't I study them? Like literally, that's his like when yeah. he's faced with <laughs> like in front of the most dangerous dragon of all time, he's like, oh, I'm gonna write a book about it. And then I'm going to fix its <laughs> wing and I'm going to learn how to ride it. And he creates this like whole new society just based on, you know, his knowledge of uh, dragons. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Definite Ravenclaw. That's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, man, those movies rule. Those are some of the They're best so good. movies ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They kill me. They, like, emotionally just destroy yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, my number seven is another one that there are solid arguments for her for multiple houses, but this is the one that I landed on that I think I like the most. It's uh, Leia Organa from Star Wars. Okay, um, I got Leia, a, I got another Star Wars character coming up after this. Le- Leia fits really well in each Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, and Slytherin. Like she's such a multifaceted, interesting, dynamic character that like I'm not going to argue with you too heavily for her if you have her in any of those three houses. Um, but I think her defining qualities are her wit and cleverness and intelligence more so than her boldness and her cunning. She's definitely bold and brave and she's definitely cunning and resourceful, but I think the things that really define her, how witty and clever and intelligent she is, um, especially as she gets older, I like the more, the older she gets, the more Ravenclaw she gets. Um, we see her as a mentor and a font of wisdom and a calculated and confident decision maker. Um, her tactical mind wins out over uh, any of the other qualities that might put her in other houses. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, nice. Yeah, she kind of fits in like every house almost. Yeah, except I don't, she's not a Hufflepuff really at all, I think. Well, but like loyalty, clearly loyalty is Southern. like the defining yeah, trait of hufflepuffs and she's pretty yeah. loyal that's true I, mean, I guess she is a little she's sort of Hufflepuff. definitely the least of the four but i could see that yeah but yeah she she has a home in each of the houses i just i like her the most in ravenclaw yeah totally what a great character man Goodness um gracious. well my number six is yoda from star wars oh nice i yeah. mean this, this dude is so knowledgeable that he he eventually just makes fun of of knowledge in in the last Jedi, he just totally rags on it because he just knows more than everyone. He's just, yeah. he just, he just always will know more because one, he's like 900 years old when he, when he dies, I think he's like 915 in return mm-hmm. of the Jedi or spoilers for return of the Jedi. Um, Dude. <laughs> uh, but he just, I mean, that's his whole thing is he would rather, you know, know more than fight and, he just like everyone goes to him for for advice, kind of like the Elrond thing. Like he is kind of like this walking like brain that just knows everything and knows mm-hmm. more than anyone else in the room, um, and he uses that to his advantage constantly. And he's also cuckoo for cocoa puffs, which is a, a Raven Claw. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so eccentric and weird and out there. When I'm older, I hope that I have old Yoda energy. Because he's oh, just so ridiculous and hilarious. You're going to be even more insufferable as an old man than you are as a man in his 20s. It's going to be <laughs> awful. Uh, all right. My my number six is Bilbo Baggins um, from The Hobbit. Okay. I'm going to Hobbit. Not not the old man Lord of the Rings version. I guess, although I guess that's that fits. Uh, I am going to go with Hobbit here. He's another character that kind of fits well in a few different houses. He shows some braveness by leaving on an adventure, which could make him a, a Gryffindor. He has really strong Hufflepuff qualities because literally all hobbits have strong Hufflepuff vibes. Um, yeah. But ultimately, it's his cleverness that shines time and again. Um, he uses his cleverness to defeat trolls by tricking them into staying out until dawn, which the sun turns them to stone. He outwits Gollum using riddles. Um, basically every situation his company finds themselves in, he solves using his wit and his cleverness. Uh, and ultimately his desire for new experiences is what gets him to go on the adventure in the first place. 
uh, more so than his bravery. He's definitely not super brave about it. It's more yeah. like I want to experience things and learn things and know things. Uh, Bilbo's definitely a Ravenclaw. Yeah. The, like in The Hobbit, he's definitely, I guess he's more of a Ravenclaw, but like, I just, he feels more like a Slytherin to me the way his story progresses in the Lord of the Rings a lot for sure. Yeah. Um, not quite as much in the Hobbit. I'm going young Bilbo here. Yeah. Um, okay. My number five is bell from beauty and the beast. Um, nice. I mean, she's, she, that's all she wants to do is read and, and gain more knowledge. She's the smartest person in the town. Um, to the point where like, the entire town sings about it, like directly to her face about how weird she is. Cause she's just, well, yeah, that she, that knows and how she to literally read. spends, <laughs> she literally spends the morning talking about how dumb everybody else in the town is. Yeah. And how she's smarter than it works. It works both ways, but both are Ravenclaw qualities for sure. Yeah. Uh, she's just, I mean, she's smarter than everyone. Like everyone in this town is just stupid except for her dad. Um, and she's <laughs> very, very smart. Um, so yeah, I mean it's that's an I, I don't really feel like I need to explain that because I feel like yeah. everybody's seen Beauty and the Beast, the original, not the yeah. not the remake. <laughs> well, both are applicable. The original is just better, but both yeah. make her a Ravenclaw. <laughs> but yeah, she literally like in the morning she starts singing a song like "There goes the baker, he's an idiot, doesn't do anything, and <laughs> look at all these other idiots, and I'm the only one that reads, and this town doesn't have any books because it's filled with stupid people." Like, which is a Ravenclaw thing to do for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Belle's definitely a Ravenclaw. All right, my number five is Mary Poppins. Um, this one feels sort of easy. Like she Ravenclaws value intelligence, wit, creativity, and learning. And Mary Poppins is like literally the epitome of these things. She uses her wit and creativity when dealing with the children she cares for. She displays and utilizes intelligence to teach them new things because she values learning so strongly. Um, and another side of Ravenclaws that we haven't really talked about a whole lot, I guess we did a little bit with Belle there, is that she, they tend to be self-obsessed and, like, realize how great they are and how smart they are and how beautiful they are. And, like, they're kind of elitist about a lot of things. Not so in the way that Slytherins are, because Slytherin's a different type of elitism. Ravenclaw is, like, Slytherin is, like, because of, like, my family and my birthright, I'm elite, and Ravenclaws are, like, I'm better than you because I'm smarter and it's more than, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Mary Poppins is definitely self-obsessed. Like she spends a lot of time checking herself out in the mirror and impressed with herself, um, which is a fun aspect of that character. I think this is an easy choice. She's so super Ravenclaw. Yeah. Um, my number four is Spock from Star Trek. Um, yeah. His whole thing is, is logic over emotion. Um, smart nerd yeah. yeah he's he's just super nerdy and and that's what that's like kind of his superpower his superpower is being just more logical than anyone else um mm. and that's i mean that's pretty much it like he literally lives his entire life with the idea that logic is the most important thing and that's a very ravenclaw thing to think like yeah. that's more important than anything yeah this is an easy one you don't have to sell me on this one for sure yes yeah. Easy pick. Another one that I think I is pretty easy and I shouldn't really have to sell you too much on. Uh, my number four is from a movie that I only watched because of you. It's Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. Well, you watched um, it because of Ellen. That was Ellen. Oh, did she yeah. choose it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I remember you were both into it, so I couldn't remember which one chose it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm only familiar with the Kieran Knightley iteration, so that's the one I'm going with here, just for context, I guess. Um, but cleverness, intelligence, learning, loving to read, incredibly witty. That's like her whole deal, <laughs> this entire movie. Um, and also Ravenclaws often judge each other harshly, and that's the plot of... <laughs> Pride and Prejudice is she is harshly judging someone, and that's I don't I don't have to sell you on this one. She is everything that is Ravenclaw. Well, it took a while, but Pandering Danny is back at at number four, just pandering to the guest. (laughs) This is like this is an easy. This is our guest like favorite movie. (laughs) You put it in your top five. I I just watched this like a month ago because of you and our podcast, Panderer. It was fresh on my mind because I just what happened is I was going through my letterbox, <laughs> seeing things that I've recently watched, trying to find characters that are Ravenclaw from that, and I sort of recently watched Pride and Prejudice, so it came up. I'm not pandering. Panderer. Just because just because a a decision is correct doesn't mean I'm pandering. Pandering, Danny. You're, just you're back a, at it again. You're, you're just building in an excuse for when you lose because you're a Griffin. Well, yeah, no, I'm going to lose because you put one of our favorite movies. One of the, you the could main have, too. I didn't do it because of that. I just did it because it's the correct choice. I didn't really feel like pandering, so. Oh, now we're gaslighting, which is another Gryffindor thing. Go ahead. Uh, my number three is Sherlock Holmes. Um, he He basically is... I mean, he uses knowledge to be a detective. That's like his whole thing. He he doesn't really care about like people around him, which is like not a Ravenclaw trait, but like he doesn't care yeah, about people around him because he like wants to just be the smartest person in the room. And it's mm-hmm. not like for his own merit, like it's not cunning really, but it's just like he uses it to do good, but he also uses it because he just wants to be the smartest person. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't really solve mysteries to like catch the bad guy. He just does it to prove that he's the smartest person in the world, which he is. He's like one of the smartest people ever. That's just his brain works on a different wavelength than normal people. And it's in a Ravenclaw nerdy wavelength. Yep. Uh, okay. My number three is Annabeth Chase from the Percy Jackson book. That's my number two. Um, <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. There's an argument for Gryffindor here, I think, uh, but not nearly as strong as the argument for Ravenclaw. Um, Annabeth's defining characteristics are her intelligence, cleverness, and ability ability to strategize. Um, she has an insatiable desire for knowledge and very, very little patience for those without a similar desire. Um, her mother is literally the goddess of wisdom, mathematics, strategy, crafts, and arts, which are all incredibly Ravenclaw values. <laughs> Yeah, Ravenclaws are big uh, crafts and arts people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like creating things, being artistic. I know. That's I'm a just, Ravenclaw thing. I'm just imagining, like, the Ravenclaw house always has a bunch of those, like, best friend bracelets. They're always making crafts. <laughs> the, the head of house Ravenclaw is literally the head of the choir. So they're, they're into that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Annabeth Chase, my number two is, I mean, Half of her DNA is the goddess of wisdom. It's kind of pretty easy to put her in, in Ravenclaw. Um, she's just cleverer than in, than anyone else in the room. Um, she's not very cunning, but you know that's that's like a Slytherin thing. So mm. yeah, Annabeth Chase, easy Ravenclaw. I think 
there's like she's maybe like twenty percent Gryffindor, but uh, she's yeah. like eighty percent Ravenclaw through and through. Yep, for sure. That's an easy choice. All right, my number two is Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones. Um, he is intelligent. It's literally his whole deal. Like he yeah. has a quote: "My brother has a sword. Robert is Warhammer. I have my mind, and a mind needs books as a sword needs a whetstone if it is to keep its edge." That's why I read so much Jon Snow, which is the most Ravenclaw Ravenclaw quote of all time. I think like there's nothing yeah. more Ravenclaw than that. Um, he he spends his time learning as much as he can to make up for his physical and familial defects. Um, he's yeah. incredibly witty and sharp and is entirely disinterested in stupid people. This is an easy choice. He's a hundred percent Ravenclaw. He's not, yeah. he's not nearly cunning enough and ambitious enough to be a Slytherin because that's the only other house that someone could say, well, I think he's this. Um, he's, he doesn't, have a, nearly as much of a desire as his incredibly Slytherin family to like rise through the ranks or whatever. Like he just is smart and that's his thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, my number one is Mark Watney from the Martian. Um, mm-hmm. The dude literally uses his, his wit and knowledge and cleverness to survive on Mars. Um, yeah. I mean, he isn't, he was smart enough to know how to grow potatoes on a planet that has no water and no soil um, yeah. with his own poop. Uh, and like no oxygen, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, a, I think he sur- wasn't he there for like two years or something like that? Um, I, don't remember. I think it was, it was a long time. But I mean, he was, I mean, all astronauts are Ravenclaws anyway. Um, and he was just, I mean, he survived on Mars, which is just ridiculous. And that's the, I mean, his whole thing is that whole movie is just like, "Hey, look how smart I am." Okay, next yeah. scene. Hey, look how smart I am. Also, <laughs> next scene. Yeah. Hey, even, also, even look how smart so I am. Even more so in the book too. It, yeah. like, even more so in the book, it gets really specific about how smart he is. Um, this is a great choice. I'm upset that I didn't put him on my list. This is a great choice. Yeah. All right, my number one is Shuri from Black Panther. Okay. Um, Shuri is the embodiment of all that is good about the Ravenclaw house. I think she's funny and she's witty and she has a strong desire for knowledge and wants to use that knowledge to better the people and world around her. She's incredibly creative with the things she's able to create. Some of her abilities on the MCU wiki are genius level intellect, master engineer, and master scientist, which all just scream <laughs> Ravenclaw. Yeah. Um, and I think she's the most intelligent person in the MCU, which means that she obviously had to make my list. Yeah. she Her intelligence is a strike down for me because she has the second worst joke in the entire movie franchise with the... the what are those? Yeah. <laughs> it just like oh. they wrote that at the right time, but with, by the time the movie came out, it was just like, ooh. <laughs> like with like with Hulk dabbing, you're just like, oh, no. yeah, gosh, that was bad. The Hulk, the Hulk dab was not great. That's but, the worst one. <laughs> yeah, Shuri, easy Ravenclaw, one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite movies from one of my favorite franchises. So like this, this felt like an easy call. All of those things just had to run her up to the very top of my list. I love Shuri. What yeah. a great character and easy Ravenclaw. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, that is uh, those are our lists. So let's take a quick break and uh, be right back with this week's special guest judge. Expecto Patronum! 
Hey everybody, thank you for hanging out with us as we power rank fictional characters that we think would have been sorted into Ravenclaw if they'd attended Hogwarts. Uh, Ty and I, of course, both huge Potterheads. We grew up with it. It means a lot to us, and so we're having a blast with this series. Next week's episode, we are going to be talking about Hufflepuff, uh, which is, of course, my house, making it clearly the best house at all of Hogwarts. Uh, so if you are a big Harry Potter fan, especially if you consider yourself to be a Hufflepuff, shoot us an email. Um, if, if you wanted to include a voicemail in that email, that would be fantastic. We'd love to play it on the show. Talk about it on here. Uh, we love getting you guys' insights. But if you if Harry Potter means a lot to you, if being a Hufflepuff means a lot to you, we'd love to hear about that. Or if you just have some of your favorite characters from uh, movies, TV, uh, books you've read, comic books, whatever, video games, any of that. If you, some of your favorite characters you think belong in Hufflepuff, uh, let us know why. If it's a voicemail, just make sure it's in the form of an MP3, which you can do pretty easily. Any any recording software that you can get on your computer can do that, or you can just record a voice memo on your phone. is even easier. All that is totally fine. Just make sure that is sent to rankingspod at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget that double K in the middle, of course. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Expecto Patronum! And we are back with this week's special guest judge. Literally, as soon as we said that it's a Ravenclaw episode, you knew who the guest judge was going to be. Uh, it's our number one hype man and the show's best friend. It's Marcy. What's up, Marcy? How are you? Hi, guys. It's me, your favorite nerd. So thank you for having me on. <laughs> we said, who's the biggest dork we know? Who's probably a Ravenclaw. It's definitely Marcy. <laughs> It's uh, who's the biggest oddball you know? It's me. Just a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Just big I time nerd energy. It's such a great house. Who doesn't like a nerd? Like that's my whole life. Like I've always liked nerds. Ty and, doesn't. Oh well. <laughs> Ty doesn't like a, a lot of good as, things. So. As a Gryffindor and a bully, Ty does not like nerds. So. Ty's just basic as a Gryffindor. Hot take. Hot take. Ravenclaw's mm -hmm. the most boring house. Ew. How? <laughs> How? How are they boring? Well, one. Okay. Obviously, I'm going to pick Gryffindor number one, obviously, because I'm a Gryffindor. But Hufflepuff, the sickest clearly, parties, dude. They clearly the are the most freaking parties. They're going to be the most fun. And Slytherin, you get like a little bit of mischief. And then Ravenclaw is just a bunch of nerds. I just want to learn about It's a bunch of cool nerds, stuff. though. Like, fun <laughs> nerds. Like, Luna is the best. Luna's my favorite character ever. And that's why I love Ravenclaw so much, because that's where she comes from. And yeah. she's such an oddball, and she's so cute and adorable, and that's just like, that's my house. Those are my people. I love them very much. I don't know. You remind me more of a Gildor Lockhart than a Ew! Ew! I'm going to slap you in the face, <laughs> Ty. is so antagonistic today. There's just something in Ty that says we have. I have to fight somebody right now. Can I tell a really funny story? I I know I I was like uh, I won't bring up Dirk today, but I actually have a funny story. I was explaining this whole thing. I was explaining the whole thing to him, and he, and I totally forgot that it was like the top ten fictional characters you want in your house. And he's like, "Can you name ten people from Ravenclaw?" And I was like, "No." And he's like, "So how are you gonna do this?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he's like. Can you name 10 people from Ravenclaw? And I was like, no, it's 10 <laughs> fictional people from Ravenclaw. <laughs> uh, I'm just terrible at explaining things, so. If we were ranking, like, people who are canonically actually in Ravenclaw, the number one is Yurik the Oddball, um, who was famous for his eccentric behavior, which included wearing a jellyfish as a hat. Okay. And that's just fun. Well, good for that He just guy. walked around with a jellyfish on his head. I mean, I right want that his noggin. Sure, why not? What a fun guy. That would Easily get number one Ravenclaw. That would get so if we were doing ranking people in actual houses, 
We would so only what? have two people what for Hufflepuff. It would be Cedric Diggory. Cedric one Diggory number one. That yeah. idiot, new, Justin Fitch Fletchley. New, news Commander <laughs> was a Hufflepuff though too. Yeah, I kind of like to forget that those movies exist sometimes. Though. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> For once, you're not wrong, Ty. <laughs> For once. Uh, all right. Uh, Marcy, before we get into the actual lists, because you know, you know how the show works. This is your 36th time on here. <laughs> uh, we, we're going to read the list out to you, and then you have, I'm assuming, about 45 minutes to just kind of talk about your list and, like, whatever you want, because we're following a pattern, okay. which we love. We try um, not to, but we do anyways, so. No, please try to. Uh, I think it's good content, and I love it. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, one, your Harry Potter background, I assume growing up with it, um, two, like, have you always known for sure that you're a Ravenclaw, uh, and then three, I guess, just, like, what do you think it means to be a Ravenclaw? Like, why is it special to you, if you don't mind? Also, oh I've just yes. decided that we're going to ask every guest this, but also, what would your Patronus be, and... If you oh, did wow. participate in an extracurricular activity at Hogwarts, what would that extracurricular activity be? Okay. Wow. All right. Wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> a lot to think about. No, I really... Uh, I, we don't have to answer until we're the judges, correct? Because right? I don't have all that well, prepared. Yep. So, yeah, cool. yeah. so I really like this. I actually had some of this prepared. So uh, how I got into Harry Potter... Classic Ravenclaw. Oh, I know. Prepared. I actually... You know you ask. I've got notebooks. I've got, like, plenty of notebooks in front of me. Love it. Um, but how I got into Harry Potter, I was seven years old when the first book came to America. I don't know what year it was in the UK. 98, right? Wasn't no, it? 90. I, I was seven, so it was 97 when I got my first... When I got my first book, yeah, I was seven. And it might have been okay. 98 right before I turned seven. So, or, I mean, eight, geez, Louise. Oh, God, math is hard. I'm a Ravenclaw, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you're a Ravenclaw? <laughs> they don't do math at Hogwarts, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, I, I had the book when I was seven, immediately got into it. It actually is, like, what really got me into reading and then, funny enough, I was 11 when the first movie came out, and that's when that's what age you are when you go to Hogwarts. So I really just connected to it so much because I felt like, you know, I was one of them. I grew up as they were growing up, like the main three actors and everything. And then I was 21 when the last movie came out, and I actually, I worked at a radio station at the time, and we got early passes, and I got to see it like a week before everybody else, and... It was just the coolest thing ever to see that before everybody. And so I've had 14 years of Harry Potter in my life, and it's still in my life, and it's always going to be in my life. It just, it means so much to me. Like, um, Dan and I, we just went to Universal for the first time, and we, we went and did Harry Potter World, and it was just, it was lovely. And I, I love it so much, and I've just, I've always, I don't know, like, you know, as the books go on, and like I said, like, I love Luna, and when I've first really got to know Luna and Luna like immediately I think she shows up in book five um she just became my favorite character and she's from Ravenclaw and she just reminds me so much of myself where she's odd she's creative she's her own person and she's super smart and she's super like charming and I was like that's my house and I just knew like that these are my people and Ravenclaw is my house I just always knew like that's where I belong and every freaking quiz I take I get Ravenclaw so it's my house. It's always been my house. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
And as for nice. Patronus, I think um, I went on back in the day in Pottermore, and I actually got a wild cat as my Patronus, so I'm just going to stick with that. Cats are my animal. Yeah, that fits. Yeah, so I like it. I'm into it. Um, as far as activity, I don't really know. I think I'd like to give Quidditch a try. I am, like, okay. really into sports. Like, I'm that nerdy sports person, as you guys are well aware from talking mm, to yeah. me, like, every day. So, you know. <laughs> um, but I, I think I'd like to give it a try. I don't know. Maybe, like... What position would you play on the Quidditch team? I want to say Seeker, but... I don't know. I feel like that's... Go like, for it, dude. There's no right. time for humility I'm a here. Woo. All right. Live your life, everybody. Isn't, isn't, isn't Ravenclaw's secret Cho Chang? She sucks. Yeah. She, dude, you could beat her for oh sure. Oh, my gosh. I know. I like Cho. I just hate what they did to her in the books and the movies, kind of. I think her and Harry So you don't have... like her. So all of it. No. I just wish, like, her and Harry kind of would have ended up together. Well, I don't know. It's, yeah. It gets complicated with the whole Cedric Diggory thing, too. Never. All right. Never. That's yeah. enough about Cho Chang. She was going through stuff. <laughs> she Everybody was. needs to lay off her. She, she was, was going through stuff. I just love how I think it's in book six, finally, when her and Harry finally kiss. And Ron's like, how was it? And he's, and Harry's like, it was wet because she was crying. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> That's hard to hear. So good. Oh, man. Um, but, all right, I actually wrote down um, what I consider attributes of being Ravenclaw, and I kind of already yeah, mentioned it. But you got to be smart. You got to be creative. You got to be original. You got to be charming. And you got to be a little odd. So that's it. Those are... Yeah. Everything I associate with Ravenclaw and also for my list and for myself, that's what I consider this all to be. So great questions, nice. guys. This is awesome. Yeah, they were good. We're very questions. good at podcasting. Expelliagos, here we go. Expelliagos, no, no. <laughs> baby. Have to, not, have to not do that, though, is the thing. All right. Oh, uh, before that can stew any longer, let's get into our lists. Um, you've been here before. We're there, list A, list B. I'm going to read them to you, and then Ty and I are going to shut up. You have as long as you want to talk about whatever you want, as long as ultimately you pick a winner. Uh, and then once you do that, we can start talking again and yell back and forth. And you know how it works. Yeah. Listeners, you probably know how it works, too. Um, but if you are ready and there are no more questions, let's get into our lists. I'm ready. Starting with list A. The honorable mentions are Elle Woods from Legally Blonde, Doc Brown from Back to the Future, and Ellie from Jurassic Park. Number 10 is Elrond from Lord of the Rings. Number 9 is Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption. Joe March, or Number 8 is Joe March from Little Women 2019, the Greta Gerwig, Sir Sharona joint. Uh, number 7 is Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. 6 is Yoda from Star Wars. 5 is Belle from Beauty and the Beast. 4 is Spock from Star Trek. Number 3 is Sherlock Holmes. Number two is Annabeth Chase from the Percy Jackson books. And number one is Mark Watney from The Martian. List B, the honorable mentions are Ellen Venture from the Mistborn series, Indiana Jones, obviously from the Indiana Jones movies, and Rapunzel from Tangled. Uh, number ten is Columbus from Zombieland. Number nine is Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. Eight is Benoit Blanc from Knives Out. Seven is Leia Organa from Star Wars. Number six is Bilbo Baggins from The Hobbit. Five is Mary Poppins. Four is Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. Three is Annabeth Chase from the Percy Jackson books. Two is Tyrion Lannister from Game of Thrones. And number one is Shuri from Black Panther. Marcy, you have the floor. So I actually like a lot of characters on both lists. This is so much nicer than the last time I was on where we were doing like annoying characters and Ty just made me so <laughs> mad. <laughs> I mean, 
Hey, just saying, I had more people back me up on that take than people attacked me Ty, after that. we know this is out. a lie. You don't have to lie to us. This, just this saying. is honest corner, mm, okay? You're, you're the only person <laughs> that had a problem with that. <laughs> no, no, I well, At least not. they weren't vocal about it. Okay, at well, Dirk told me he had a problem with it, too. So. Dirk didn't tell me. He didn't, he, he didn't tell me he had a problem with it. Because he's coming to fight you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, I do like both of your lists. Um, I'm just gonna go into mine. This is what I do. I, I kind of already have a winner. You'll know why shortly. It's not a shocker or anything or any reason. But this is a lot more fun. I, I like the annoying character list, but this is like, this is my house. You guys did my house well, so thank you very much. Um, but now I'm gonna go into my people. Um, and I have an honorable mention. And it's actually Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park, played by my beloved Jeff oh, yeah. Goldblum. Um, I know Ty's aware of it, but Danny, do you know I have an infatuation with Jeff Goldblum, or is this new information? No. Oh. Well, you live in a city that has <laughs> Jeff Goldblum Day, which I, recently he's happened. From, he's from my city, actually. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't the first Jurassic Park. It's specifically the Lost World Jurassic Park where I fell in love with him. Also, I was seven years old, so this is all coming full circle now. And I, and again, here I'm showing my Ravenclawness because I was that little oddball. You know, it's 1997 and all the girls in my grade are like obsessed with Titanic and they're like, oh, that Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm like, oh, that Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> so, weird kid, Marcy. oh, I was an Marcy odd had, kid. Marcy had just <laughs> Jeff Goldblum posters on her. Oh, her my wall. God. Oh, I, so, funny story. Um, I, I have met him. And uh, actually, so my bachelorette party, my girlfriends got me the cutout of him from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And then it was at my wedding and I was dancing with it and somebody took a picture of it. So when I met him, that was what I showed him. And I said, you were at my wedding. And he was well. like, of course, of course, of course I was. Cause he's so freaking charming. And he like went along with the whole bit and he hugged me four times that I thought I was gonna die. It was like the best day of my life. <laughs> He is the most charming man. They say don't meet your heroes unless it's Chef Goldblum because he was just lovely. Oh my gosh. But I I have him as an honorable mention because I can see him more as a professor type and not so much a student, you know? Just yeah. like mm -hmm. like that odd, weird professor where you're like, what is going on in the classroom right now? That's him. That's yeah. Malcolm, you know? But he's definitely, like, he could replace, like, Flitwick or whatever for Ravenclaw's, like, you know, head teacher or whatever. But... I think I think he'd be a fun teacher to deal with, but I'm sure you'd also get like super annoyed. With it. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well then, I'm gonna roll on in to my number ten. And my number ten, I can't believe you guys didn't think of this guy. Uh, I have Donatello from the Teenage New like Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's my favorite. We did. We, we talked about it. Yeah. Really. Ah, he's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I have him as ten because I didn't know how we felt about like human animal creature things or whatever you want to call it. Well, Ty probably would have thrown a fit because he's <laughs> known to do that, but I'd have been fine with it. I love Donatello. Who, okay, wait, you guys have to answer really quick. So who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I got into Ninja Turtles as a kid, and Mikey's okay. like the best one so yeah. Mikey's when you're great. a kid. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's probably... I mean, Raph is fun, but he's just always so angsty all the yeah, time. Yeah, angry. He's an angry turtle. <laughs> Donatello's just, I mean, Smart. yeah, he's fun. It's just like, I feel like they don't really use him like as well as they could. Like Aww. he could be used really well and I they just make Donatello. him the nerd. 
Yeah, but that's why he's the best. He's a nerd. He's a nerd turtle. I love him. All right. Well, okay. Well, I'm glad you guys talked about it a little bit. Um, you might fight me on my number nine, but I have backup and explanation for it. Um, but my number nine, I actually have Mulan from the animated uh, Disney movie. Um, and the reason I have Mulan on here. Interesting. Um, I know you would say maybe Gryffindor, but she uses her brain and her knowledge and her and like her skills and her creativity to like save the day and save China and save her people. Mm-hmm. And even in the song, you know, Girl Worth Fighting For, she says, how about a girl who's got a brain who always uses her mind? Like she knows she's smart and that's how she gets by and that's how she survives and that's how she kicks butt. And that's why she's a Ravenclaw for me. She's totally smart. She's totally original and I love her so much. So. Any, I disagree, arguments? but Ew. but I no, get I what you're it. saying. I think, that's, I think that's good. Okay, I'm not mad at her. All right. I, th- I, I think she's a Gryffindor. But. Well, okay. Well, I just made my <laughs> argument, so <laughs> care to disagree there? <laughs> you know what sucks is uh, I actually I also I also think she's a Gryffindor probably, and I do definitely have her written down on my list of like Gryffindors that could make my list. Okay. Can't use it now. Yeah, you can't oh, use it wait, now. really? That pick is... Because I'm wait. judging. Because Ty's, oh. Ty's judging that episode. So I can't just include it on my list. That, so I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. it's not your fault. It's, well, now she's... Now, wait. So now she's timing. officially Ravenclaw. You're welcome, everybody. I, I don't know. Yeah, that. it's true. She is tech, well, She will not be mentioned as a Gryffindor in this show. She can still be on my list. I still make a list. This is no, good. You <laughs> your opinions don't matter. Yeah, but nobody really cares about your list, so... Oh, man. All right. Well, my number eight, somebody else had this person. And I was actually very happy to see this person because I love this person. And um, it's Columbus from Zombieland, played by Jesse Eisenberg. I thought I was really thinking outside of the box on that one. And then I was delighted. I was so delighted to see that was on somebody else's list. Um, You know, Columbus, he's quirky and weird. And he comes up with the rules for Zombieland. So he's totally smart. And there's something, like, really cute and charming about Jesse Eisenberg in that movie. Like, I love him and Emma Stone together in a weird sort of way. They they work. And he yeah. definitely belongs in Ravenclaw. And someone else agrees, so apparently we're right. So, <laughs> Are you guys Zombieland cool. fans? You- Ew. <laughs> yeah, we both, we both do okay. like Zombieland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I love that movie. Did you guys like the second one or no? I did. I didn't yeah, think I was it was a good first, movie, but I did but like it. I had fun. I think it's funny that, like... It three and a half. Yeah, that's about where I'm at with it, too. I think it's just funny, like, you know, they're all Oscar-nominated actors now. Emma Stone has an Oscar, and they brought them all back, like, ten years yeah. later. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, they added Zoe Deutsch, who's my number one Oh, she crash, was so, so easy funny in that movie, there. too. The, Uber, uh, the whole Uber thing, when <laughs> she was explaining yeah. the idea I'm so glad Uber. she didn't die, <laughs> really too. Funny. I was so sad. I was yeah. like, no, I don't want her to die, and then she comes back. She was great. So adding her, adding her, great decision, obviously, and also a monster truck did a backflip onto a horde of zombies. Oh, that's that true awesome. too. And then Rosa- all I ever wanted from yeah. the movies. Rosario so. Dawson's really good too. I liked her a lot as an yeah. addition in that. Um, For sure. Well, actually, you know, it's so funny because this leads right into my number seven. But Thomas Middleditch has a cameo in Zombieland Two, and actually, my number seven is a show like that Thomas Middleditch was on but a different character. It's Dinesh from Silicon Valley, yeah. uh, played oh, by yeah. Kumail Nagiani. Yeah, that's a good one. I love him. I, I, you know, they're all pretty smart on that show, but there's something extra charming about Kumail on that show as Dinesh. And 
that's the first time I saw him. I think that show came out, like, what, 2014? And that's, yeah, yeah, that's, like, really the first time I saw him. And I was just drawn immediately to him. And I thought he was so funny. And I, he stood out compared to, like, everybody on that show for me. And, you know, he is smart and he is weird and he, and he does his own thing and everything. And I think Silicon's really... Silicon Valley is, like, a really funny show, and I'd like to, like, return to it. And I actually watched a couple episodes in preparation for this to see if I, like, wanted to add him or not. And he is so fit now. Have you guys seen him? Like, because he's he's built for the Eternals. For the Eternals, Yeah. yeah. So I was watching Silicon Valley the other day, and I was like, whoa, I don't remember Chevy Kumail at all. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen... He um he got his dad somebody got his dad's socks of him with his like like stomach and how ripped he is and his dad wears these <laughs> socks he's like that's my son <laughs> like, it's just that's so awesome. cute. <laughs> that's um, interesting. Oh man. Oh, well, I'm glad you guys like Silicon Valley. That makes me happy. I wasn't sure if you had seen it or not. But yeah, hey, really that's funny. a good show. Good work, everybody. We did it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen uh, my number six pick but it's veronica from widows played by viola davis have you guys seen widows no i haven't ah uh, all right if i ever get to pick a we should watch a movie i'm picking <laughs> Widows. <laughs> i'm just taking over all your podcasts uh, fine. so do you guys know the premise of widows or no no i don't know anything about it so there's uh there's four bank robbers or whatever it's led by Liam Neeson John Berthnall's in it there's two other guys and they all get murdered while they're robbing a bank and their wives who are now widows they oh this... clever uh-huh. clever name clever girl yes <laughs> <laughs> so they have to uh they have to pay off this debt from the money they stole because they actually stole it Brian Tyree Henry is running for mayor and it's money from his campaign. And Daniel Kaluuya plays his brother. I've never seen Daniel Kaluuya more scary in my entire life. And they want their money back. So Viola Davis is married to Liam Neeson in the movie. So he's like head of the bank robber. So now she has to get the whole thing together. So she has to plan out how they're getting this money back. How they're stealing it from whoever else, you know. And also like how they're all going to stay alive. So she maps it all out. And she gets some good revenge too. Because some stuff happens, let me tell you. It's a wild movie. Um, Steve McQueen wrote and directed it, and he also wrote it with uh, Gillian Anderson, the lady that wrote Gone Girl. So they wrote this movie together. Or uh, Gillian Jacobs. I'm so sorry. Gillian Anderson is the X Files. Wait, Gillian Jacobs is from Community. That's Britta from Community. No, there's um, Gillian from. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. know. (laughs) Guys, I'm really proving my house so well. So, anyways, the lady that wrote Gone Girl, we who we don't know her name, Jillian something, um, she wrote this movie with Steve McQueen, and it's a wild, wild movie, and I hope you guys check it out, and we should save it for the other podcast when I'm when I take it over sometimes. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, um, and then I'm gonna just go with a wild guess here that you don't know what my number five is either. Um, it's Lisa Meminger, and she's from The Book Thief, which is a book. Oh yeah. Oh, Great. she, yes. You didn't read that book, Danny? I felt like every Texas school and book, re- or every Texas school required that book. We, no, we was read it like, it like a, freshman year. A book you were year. supposed to read in middle school or high school? We read it like freshman year of high school. Oh, yeah, no. Oh. So well, it's a yeah. really easy read. It's a good book. It's an it's awesome book. It's a really, book. really good book. Um, so this is like my second favorite book of all time. 
and it's narrated by death. I know that sounds so weird, but Lisa, she's on... So it takes place during World War II, and um, she is on her way to go to a foster family because her mother cannot afford to raise her during the war and everything, and she's with her little brother, and her little brother dies on the way... This is in the very beginning. This isn't a big spoiler or anything, but her little brother dies, and death meets her then and there, and he kind of becomes, like curious about her and so he follows her life around and everything so the whole book's narrated by death I know that sounds really weird and everything but it's it's really smart and really well done and Lisa she doesn't know how to read or anything so she starts stealing books that's why it's called the book thief duh and yeah. uh, she starts like learning how to read with her foster father and everything but she's a, a cute little quiet shy nerd but she is very creative and original in her own person and as the book goes on she becomes more of herself and and like you know with the reading and everything and helps her along so that's why she's on my list she's very important to me and everything danny please yeah. read that book you i i'm not that's kidding i think okay. i think you would read it in one day it's so good it's it's really it's for young adults but it's a real easy read. I love young adults. That's, but young that's adult books Danny's whole. Jam. That's Danny's whole vibe. Oh, that's my, that's you should go buy it tomorrow, please, and then let me know. Uh, you I'm an audiobook guy. So okay, well, I'll, I'll listen to audiobook. it, please. You got it. All right. Well, number four. Uh, you guys know who this is because somebody else had it, um, but it's Elizabeth Bennett, and it's specifically Keira Knightley's Pride and Prejudice. Elizabeth Bennett. And I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It's definitely my top five favorite movies of all time. And I've always liked the book, but there's something very special about the movie, the 2005 movie with Keira Knightley. And she is perfect in that movie. And she is just so Ravenclaw. And she's her own person. And she's not afraid to be odd. And she's not afraid to stand up for herself. And she is just lovely. And I love her so much. And that's why she made my list. So... Thank you, whoever else had her, because great pick, great selection. Um, and then number three, I don't know if you guys have seen this show or not, but you should definitely check it out. Um, my number three is Dr. Wendy Carr from Mindhunter, played by Anna uh, Torf. Yeah. Have you yeah. guys have you guys seen yeah. Mindhunter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. great. What? Frick yeah. yeah. A good one. Yes. I said frick just by the way. <laughs> that lady's so mean. She's not mean. Ew, she's not mean. Ew, she's really smart. I really like her. I really Ew, like her. She's incredibly Ew. smart. Ew. She's incredibly Ew. smart. Ew. Very mean. She's Very not mean. mean. She's not Scares mean. Me. She is a little intimidating, but she's not mean. She, okay. She Danny's is, intimidated by intelligent women. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <I> like <laughs> that's, that's why he's not, been so quiet this episode. It's not a bad thing. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Move, explain why she's <laughs> she's so smart she got weird she... <laughs> this episode got weird <laughs> I was just, my, this is 100% Marcy's I've been, fault <laughs> I've been waiting for this to get derailed and here we <laughs> is this... we're not supposed to talk Ty in this portion we're not supposed to be talking Danny is this better or worse than the spider monkey incident <laughs> Ooh, both bad, both real bad. Don't like either of them. Really hated the spider monkey thing. I think it's the way Ty's voice sounded when he said it. It was just what made right. it real bad for me. Well, I'll tell. How about this? I'll get us back on the rails and I'll tell you a funny Mine Hunter story. Um, so Mine Hunter is actually all filmed in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. And mm. I've gone down a couple times to see different sets, but where my grandma used to live, they actually were Wendy lives, is where my grandma used to live and they would film there 
And my grandma got paid every time they would come film there because she had to stay in her apartment. She wasn't allowed to. She got paid like a hundred bucks every time they came. So she's like, sure, I'm not going anywhere, you know. But then she got really excited and she's like, oh, I really want to see this Mindhunter show. Now, mind you, she's like 95 and my whole family is like, absolutely not. You are not watching this show. <laughs> but she gets really mad and she'll, sometimes she'll act like she forgets about it. But then I'll go visit her and she's like, can we watch Mindhunter? And I'm like, no, we cannot watch Mindhunter. <laughs> it's way too graphic, and I'm not letting that happen. So that's my funny Mindhunter story. She has a little I bit of a connection. watch Mindhunter. That show rules. Uh, she couldn't handle it. She can barely handle, like, Gone with the Wind. I don't think she can handle much. Same, but for different reasons. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you – I'm really proud you guys have watched Mindhunter, so thank you. I'm hoping we get a season three at some point. It's, like, one of the best shows, I think, ever. So yeah, I really great. hope it comes back. David Fincher, man. I saw him once I saw him once when I went down to his set and I I was like I just was like a deer in the headlights I was like what do you do what do you do well I can't go talk to him so I didn't do it (laughs) (laughs) you could you could give me two people that look nothing alike and tell me to pick which one is David Fincher and I couldn't do it (laughs) oh well you got time what this man looks like don't worry Danny you're just blossoming into your movie cinephile love and we'll get you there we'll get you there you'll know who David Fincher (laughs) is by the end of the year I promise. I know who he is. I don't know what he looks no, like. No, we're going to know heard his of the face man. by the end of the year, okay? Mm-hmm. I promise. I this Maybe is not. my gift to you. <laughs> he does. Sure. To be fair, he does have a very generic face. Not as much as, I don't know if you guys listen to Film Hacks today, but they call James Cameron's like every Excuse white person Excuse me, no, death. no. It's I Catherine did. Bigelow's ex-husband. Oh, sorry, ex-husband. Catherine yeah. Bigelow's ex-husband. I also listen to this very funny. <laughs> That was so good. I'm glad Sophie kept that up the whole whole episode. <laughs> Alright, well, moving on. My number two, if you guys don't know who this is, I'm going to be so upset and I'll probably leave. But uh, my number two is Evie from The Mummy, played by Rachel Weiss. Oh, I know yeah. who that is. That was one of my childhood crushes. <laughs> oh, man. She is so adorable in that movie. I'm a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> just love her so much. She is like the epitome of Ravenclaw. She is so cute. She's so odd. She just does her own thing. And I just love her so much. And I mean, that's my first time seeing Rachel Weiss too. And she has just aged incredibly. I mean, Black Widow, I, when she first came on screen, my jaw dropped. I was like, she looks amazing. I, I've loved her for so long. She is like one of the best actresses alive ever and she just had to be on this list because the mummy is a really important movie to me it's like such a big part of my childhood and then i mean i just watched it not that long ago again and i'm like this movie still holds up she and brendan Fraser are absolutely perfect together in that movie yeah and i mean even the second one it's like okay but i'll watch it for the two of them like no problem she's she's just but the first one she's like pure ravenclaw like 100 percent. especially when she knocks all the books (laughs) over in the library yeah. Remember that three-year span when Brendan Fraser was going to be the biggest movie star of all time? He's coming back. Wait, and, then he ma- you... and then he made Looney Tunes back in action and just Whoa. totally fell off the map. Monkey bone. Monkey bone. Monkey bone. bone. Hold on. I forgot Wait, about monkey bone. <laughs> did you hear the news today? He just yeah, podcasted he's... a uh, Killers of the Flower Moon by Martin, yeah. like Martin Scorsese's new movie. And he's in uh, no sudden Dar- Darren Aronofsky's uh, new movie, The Whale yeah. or whatever it's called. I'm probably right. not going to like that movie. I'm not well, a huge yeah. Aronofsky fan. Yeah, he's No, uh, thank you. That sounds bad. It, it's rough. He's rough. He's got some rough movies, but some of them are okay. But <laughs> <sighs> Okay. 
So my number one. Okay. In and off, she's hanging out in Ari Aster land. I'm just not gonna watch any of your movies again. I don't think. I bet they're like good friends or something with Robert Eggers they're a, too. The yeah. the weirdos they can hang out together. Just they're all in Ravenclaw, by the way. Just so you know. Yeah. I don't know about that. Oh man. Thankfully, I think Ravenclaw is the house least likely to mingle with other houses, so they can just hang I out over there. I can see that. We're yeah, yeah. We're I love how I'm saying we because I am in the house. Yeah, mm. we're like introverts, but we can be extroverts when we want to be. Like that's how I feel. I think it's more of an elitist be. thing. Like I don't want to hang out with those idiots. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna hang out here with all know, the Luna? other smart people. Luna really mixes in well with She's everybody. the exception to okay, the rule. Okay, well, that's why I'm Luna. I am Luna. And you I'm are Luna. also, yeah. Thank you. You, you are Luna. Thank so you. I mean, like, just the generic, like, when you think of a Ravenclaw, it's just like, I don't want to hang out with those idiots. <laughs> yeah. And I get it. I wouldn't want to hang out with those idiots if I was that smart either, honestly. So, wait, everybody else... Okay, wait, now I get it. You asked everybody else to be on this pod for Ravenclaw, and they all turned you down, but because I'm the Luna Lovegood <laughs> of the Ravenclaw house, I accept it. <laughs> Marcy, a uh, little uh, inside baseball. We texted you before this was a fully fleshed out plan. I know. Yeah. I know. So, you don't have to worry about that. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I've been here since the inception of it. So, Expelliagos. Woo. <laughs> oh, no. We have to let that die. We'll see. It's a bad joke. Our, the co-host for our next episode is uh, for Hufflepuff is a Ravenclaw, my brother. So, we'll see what he has oh, his wow. thoughts on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ask him about Mulan. I'm I'm curious to see what he. Well, Mulan's a, a Gryffindor, but no. we'll move on from that. All right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait. I am okay. I am very very excited about my number one. Um, and I'm going to get emotional, and I really really apologize. <laughs> I can't help it. So it's um, our cat. It's my cat. It's <laughs> Mochi. Mochi. Nice. Mochi's number one. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so I honestly I almost made Shuri my number one and then I really remembered that we are coming to oh god here we go um, we are coming to the one year anniversary of Chadwick Boseman's passing and that man meant so much to me and to so many people and I think about him every day and I really miss him terribly so I made my number one T'Challa, King T'Challa from Black Panther in Just honor of Chadwick Boseman because um, that character is charming, he's smart, he's creative, he's his own person, and so is Chadwick Boseman. And so to honor the memory of Chadwick Boseman, um, I made T'Challa my number one pick. So there you go, guys. And you got some it's more crying. Pick. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, We're is undefeated, it, baby. Is Woo! it... Uh, a Marcy episode if someone doesn't cry. <laughs> Did you see when you guys like noted about me crying during Fiona Dreams, Proto was like, ooh, Marcy cried or something, and he got so excited about it. It's like a shark that smelled blood. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I I mean, so do you guys care if we just talk about Chadwick for like just a second? I mean, can you guys believe no, go it's, for it. it's almost been a year? I, I just really can't. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so odd, but I'm so excited. Uh, like M- Michaela Cole just got casted for Black Panther two. I I'm not sure what they're gonna do, but I am very excited. Um, you know, I know it's in the right hands and everything, but yeah, it just it felt right. Like I Shuri is such a great pick. I think she is the smartest character in the MCU, but T'Challa is very smart too. And I just thought like this was just the way to do it, and this is what I wanted my list to be. So thank you guys, because I'm glad I got to mention Chadwick and everything. So thank you. 
And we still yeah. have uh, his last time ever, yeah, I guess, if... uh, his voice, yeah. uh, voice acting the last time. They said he'll, played. he'll be on episode four for that What If show, and that premieres yeah. next week on yeah. August 11th, so he'll be episode four. Yeah, that's the last That's the last thing we'll get from him. I'm very, I, I, oh gosh, I'm sorry I always talk about my city, but actually the last movie he filmed was in Pittsburgh too, and I almost, I almost went down to go see a set. It was right by where I worked, and I didn't go, and I, I'm so upset with myself about it, but you know, like, we, we'll always have Chadwick in our memory and everything, so, but I don't know. I'm, I'm so glad he's my number one. I'm very happy with that, and I'm sorry I cried, yeah, it's but it's a great whatever. pick too. It makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no. Thank you. You don't have to apologize. It's That's okay. interesting. You guys I actually, yeah. yeah. I think I would have, like, he, it, I think he can encompass every other house except Slytherin. Yeah. So it's I like. I totally agree. I feel like there's arguments for him to be in every house. Oh, yeah. You could, because he's loyal, for sure, like Hufflepuff, and he's definitely brave like Gryffindor. And, yeah. yeah, he is kind of, like, just the summation of those, like, three houses, for sure. But I got him, so you guys can't use him. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. That's good. So here comes the hard part. I I kind of thought I knew who The hard came. part? Is you it? said you knew. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Literally within within like two minutes of us sending you the list, you're like, oh, I know my winner. We know I mean, which list you're going to pick. I, I mean, know. it's so I obvious. Know. Okay, but wait. Hold on. So because what's the hard I, part? I, I, I thought... I thought I knew whose list was whose. And I like I have a good streak going on with Danny, and I'm not trying to break that right now. <laughs> but I'm going with list B. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Woo! Bang, bang, bang. The, boy! My the boy. list that pandered. What a surprise. The list that <laughs> pandered Gosh, you're, you're such a baby. I didn't pander. Tight. I just had so a So before list. sending Tight. Marcy your list, did you know, yes or no, that Pride and Prejudice was in her top four on Letterboxd? No, I don't. You think really? I don't spend really? nearly as much time really? on you did as you. not know before <laughs> no. you sent her How the list. How much time do you think I spend perusing I think other I have, pages? I think on I have evidence that you did know before <laughs> you sent maybe, her the list. I didn't like consciously <laughs> I think, think about it. Did. I just was scroll. <laughs> You're such a baby. Goodness gracious! I won. Get over it. Pandering Danny like, back at it again. Oh, look, I'm fine. I, I just, I just had a better list. Like yeah, I just had a better list. I didn't pander. You big stinky baby. Gryffindor. God, Gryffindors are the absolute. Oh, Marcy's going to be on. Okay, I'll put an MCU person at number one. Ty, and you, then, I had but. to watch Pride and Prejudice a couple months ago for our other podcast, and so it was pretty fresh on the brain. That's why she's on my list. Right. You okay. Want, yeah. You baby. Oh, my gosh. No, it's the Wally curse. You know what I do with it's every the Wally week curse. now? Goodness okay. gracious. Ty, this is what – Ty, have you won one since I've been on the first time? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I don't know. We stopped, we stopped keeping track a long time ago. We used to keep a scoreboard, and it's just like, yeah, we just stopped. Yeah, we don't anymore. <laughs> I know that me and Danny, we're three and three now, so this is great. This is a good feeling. Heck yeah. Also, Danny said he would hang out with me next month when you said you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. So I, don't really, I don't know you all well enough yet. Ew. <laughs> we talk every day, Ty. Literally every day. <laughs> it's literally like multiple conversations throughout the day. I don't know. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, uh, oh my God. Marcy, did you, when looking over our lists, were there any people on either of our lists that you're like, oh, that's not a Ravenclaw? Did we miss any? Oh, actually, hold on. Okay. I, I, okay. Out of the Martian, I wouldn't have picked Mark 
I would have picked, I can't think of who Donald Glover's name is in that movie, but that's who I would have picked from The Martian. That whole but, movie is a bunch of Ravenclaw nerds. Every well, one yeah. of that movie yeah, is a they're Ravenclaw. All, they're all Ravenclaw in that movie, <laughs> for sure. I, I wouldn't have picked Mark. I, Mark survived on his wit and knowledge. That, Ew, with <laughs> potatoes. No, he's a but Hufflepuff because he lived off of potatoes. Don't you know oh, anything? Sh- <laughs> oh, oh, crap. Danny. Gotta bleep that. She's going after your house, dude. That's an insult. I also wrong. love potatoes. I feel like that's an insult. The <laughs> no, way she said he lived off no, potatoes, cool so it. he's obviously a Hufflepuff. That's not. No, I'm chill with that. That didn't I sound like a compliment. Kind of live off potatoes. <laughs> but also, what does that mean? Why does so like everyone from Ireland is also yeah. in Hufflepuff because they grew potatoes? Say, I was <laughs> gonna, gonna say the house. country of Ireland is all Hufflepuff. I'm, I'm Marcy, I do, by that un- Unfortunately, this doesn't happen super often. I do fundamentally disagree with you. Okay. Mark, Mark okay. Watney is everything that is Ravenclaw. Yeah, it's right. everything you describe. Like, <laughs> your rubric for what mm. makes a Ravenclaw but Ravenclaw, I'm, Mark I'm Watney not, fits okay. it. Okay, <laughs> er, er, I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm saying I would have gone with Donald Glover's character over... Because he's just a bigger David. nerd? Yes. <laughs> I like nerds. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> okay, wait. I got one more question. It's uh, it's even more evident if you read the book, The Martian. I've never read it's the way, book. Okay. It's way more evident that he's a Ravenclaw should, than it is Should in the I movie. read the book? It's still pretty evident no, in the movie, book. though. It's, it's a, a good, good book. book. I like right, it. I just it listened to the audiobook a few months ago. It's great. Okay, I'll check it out. I, I also had a question for Danny's list, though. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. about Bilbo. I, I mean, not that I yeah. don't agree with Bilbo, but I just think other people make more sense i don't so i'm going specifically with the hobbit bilbo as opposed to lord of the rings bilbo that makes Um, sense because the older he gets the more slytherin he gets yes i wonder Uh, why but in (laughs) yeah in the in the hobbit um obviously he has strong hufflepuff qualities but that's just because literally all hobbits Hobbits do do. but Mm -hmm. like cleverness is his whole thing and it's what shines time and time again for him like defeating the trolls by tricking them into staying out until dawn he's outsmarting them he's using cleverness that's a ravenclaw move mm-hmm. uh, he outwits Gollum using riddles so outwitting yeah. them is a completely ravenclaw move well he cheated. Every situation. he cheated at that <laughs> right which is clever <laughs> which is a ravenclaw move i think you that's more I mean? of a slytherin move cheating to win I think he's just out-clevered this situation. And so he used his wits to realize that he wasn't going to be able to win any other way. And so he used his wits to win and get himself out of the city, which I think is a Ravenclaw move. The more um, I think but, about it, I think he might be a Gryffindor the same way Neville Longbottom's a Gryffindor. Like, this, okay. he, his whole journey is him, like, the whole thing is him being brave enough to, like, step out of his house and go on this journey. I don't, like, that's the whole Braveness isn't what got him out of his house. Desire for knowledge and an adventure is what got him out of his house, and those are Ravenclaw qualities. Okay. He wanted to experience something new and to learn something, which is incredibly Ravenclaw. Like, think about The Hobbit and every single, like, sticky situation that that company found themselves in. Almost all of them are solved by Bilbo being more clever than what they're up against. Okay. All right, that's a good argument. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, I still don't it. see it, but... All right, well, I got one more for you, Ty. Um, not that I disagree with it, but I was kind of surprised to see Hiccup on there. I love How to Train Your Dragon. I think I would have gone with Astrid, I think, over Hiccup. Maybe. For Ravenclaw? Mm-hmm. Astrid's the, the, the girl, girl, his girlfriend, right? yeah. yeah. I feel like she's Gryffindor. 
hundred percent Gryffindor. Like, I feel like Hiccup's Gryffindor. Like Hiccup, Hiccup is like he when he's faced with it, he chooses to like study stuff. Okay. That's okay. like the whole point. Like if he didn't have this desire for knowledge, then there's no mm-hmm. movie. Okay. And he, right. he finds a problem and he uses like his int- like he literally builds a contraption that allows yeah. him to control this so he finds an issue works hard to solve it using like science and math and engineering which is all very that's true i guess i just like i gryffindors can barely read you think they could have invented (laughs) that thing okay uh hermione's the smartest witch of her age so hermione is one of those odd ones yeah she should have been she's a gryffindor there's there's no way to work around that she is a gryffindor and yeah you can want her in your house all you want but we got her (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's okay. You guys can have her. She's not. She, I like her, but she's not my favorite. My favorite. Wow, Marcy, certified what? Hermione hater. I don't. Golly, I didn't say I I hate believe. her. <laughs> ew, ew. I think I said ew so many times. <laughs> it happens when you talk to Ty. I get it. I know. I jeez, Louise. But um, I so yeah, I like everybody's list. You know, there's just some I'm like, okay, all right. But you guys explained it, so we did. Well, we did I have a few, and I I admitted in my list like Leia fits pretty easily in Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, mm-hmm. and and Slytherin. I think yeah. she fits well in all of those. Benoit Blanc, I think, is also kind of fits well in all three of those. Aragorn <laughs> is uh, also kind of a Gryffindor yeah. as much as he is a Ravenclaw. Um, but ultimately, I, I think Ravenclaw fits the best. For we also okay. thought that Benoit Blanc makes more sense as like a foreign dignitary in the Wizarding. Yeah, he probably I like actually that. Like he went to, I like that yeah, a lot. <laughs> he went to Bobaton or something like that. He's like yeah. definitely not from Hogwarts, no, but he lives in England. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you man. saying? Are you saying Hogwarts isn't classy? No, I'm just saying he just seems so fancy. It's just kind of like how Ian Malcolm to me, like he's not a student. You know what I mean? How you're yeah. like, some of these people just aren't students. You just look at them and you're like, like, I almost didn't put Viola Davis on my list because she is so, I don't, regal. She's so regal in Widows. She just like comes off as a BA and she just does it all. I'm so excited for you guys to watch that movie. Like, please let me know what you think when you get to I'm it. Just, but... We're just never going to watch it now. Oh. You've suggested it too many times. Right. I will. Ty will. <laughs> Ty, Ty hates watching movies that are suggested to him. He likes to be the one to discover them. So. Also, I feel like that movie is going to be, it's going to be one of those movies where it's like, yeah, it was okay. Like those kind of movies are like, for me, like, yeah, they're, they're all right. <laughs> The stink eye that Marcy just gave you to hurt me through the screen. It wasn't even directed at me. Ty, why are you the way that you are? Look, everybody has their own taste in movies. That's just that's just not my forte, that and kind of Obviously, movie. yours is bad. You're like, oh, it is just going to be okay, and I hate Wally, and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's I don't hate Wally. I gave him four stars. <laughs> I have never said I hated Wally. You dropped one. You dropped one. You dropped the, the fifth I one. I didn't. I didn't. So you don't like Wally then? Oh my god, here we are again. I just don't but, have an emotional attachment to him, uh, I, or to anything. Uh, you're just a cold-blooded monster, <laughs> and that's why you keep losing. I've got an emotional attachment to uh, Timothy Chalamet, Dylan O'Brien, and Greta Gerwig. That's where I put all. Carey. That's where I put all my love. Oh, good for you. And Joe Carey yeah. is also up there for and sure. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear something crazy that's going to expose me and I don't feel good about this? Marcy, you're not going to like it. I'm Ew. sorry. I also gave Wally four stars. <laughs> Listen, I love the character. Like, I genuinely, deeply love the character. 
the movie just isn't five stars. Danny, we have a bit going, and now it's completely destroyed. <laughs> I have to be honest. I just speak my truth. Do you realize what you've done? Our whole bit the bit is, is gone. that Ty's a heartless monster and can't feel anything well, for that beautiful, fact. lovely robot. That's not robot. a bit. That's fact. I felt emotion for the cockroach. All right. Good. You just are Good for the you. absolute pit. You are a cockroach. Um, <laughs> bang! Got him, dude. Uh, Marcy, do you have Wait. any other critiques or questions or comments about our lists before we get the heck out of yeah, here? Did you agree with my L Woods from Legally Blonde take? I don't, I don't really like Legally Blonde. So oh, what is wrong with Whoa. you? Marcy, that's oh wrong. Oh, my that's gosh. That Legally movie Blonde is rules. amazing. I don't really like Reese Witherspoon. Why? Because she's, like, magical and perfect? No. <laughs> she just really grates on me. She's kind of annoyed. She's more now who I've always thought she was. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen Big Little Lies, but I was like, this is the Reese Witherspoon I've known all along. I knew it. I knew this is who you were. I didn't watch that movie because my the mom... My, no, or that TV show. Because my mom read the book, and as she was explaining it to me she just told me everything that happens oh, and i was just okay. like okay well now <laughs> i'm not gonna watch it now you just explained everything she doesn't oh. like like during uh during the freeze uh in i don't know if you know about this marcy but texas like froze during yeah. january I, yeah. and everything I, shut down because we don't know how it. to we don't know how to deal with like normal I stuff know. that happens yeah um I was reading a book. We were all at one house. I was reading a book, and my mom's like, "Oh, that's the book where blah 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 happens." Like, <laughs> just, just straight out of like, she does that all the time, and it's very that's awesome. annoying. Oh my gosh, um, oh, that's I, infuriating. I yeah. will say, other than um, other than Elle Woods, I really like the honorable mentions for both of you. Like, I love uh, Dr. Ellie Sattler from Jurassic Park. Uh, Doc Brown's great. Doc Brown to yeah. me is a professor, though. He definitely. Yeah, he I wanted me. to put um, the doctor from uh, um, Rick and Morty. Oh, but Rick? like, yeah. yeah, but like he's like so like I feel like he's oh, way more time. Slytherin. Do you guys like Rick and Ravenclaw. Morty? I do. I love Rick and Morty so much. Oh, yeah. Danny, Danny. I think it's so one of those good. things that the fan base ruined it for me before uh, I could even give it a chance. Okay, you know what I, I mean? can understand that. The fan yeah. base is aggressive. I've never had any interaction with them. I, I haven't either, just me and They're my husband, because we watch it together, and that's about it. I think part of it is I worked with middle schoolers for a long time, oh. and there's nothing in the world that's worse than a middle school Rick and Morty fan. I just put all my hatred um, towards fan bases <laughs> in sports and Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Or the that's DC people that are like, we want the Snyder Cut, and you're like, yeah, oh, it's Snyder never going to happen. Snyder are pretty bad. I kind of wanted the Snyder Cut. So. You would. But I'm not a you DC freaking person. would. You are a Snyder Cut person. <laughs> I, I, I think it was a better movie than the than the other one. Yeah, but you were better. like that little butthole, like complaining about. Oh it. no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was like, I was like in the background when people were yelling, just like, yeah. I mean, like, I kind of want the Snyder Cut. Ties the like, like, <laughs> with you guys. What? What did you say, everyone? <laughs> I just. <laughs> There's just this big rally going on, and Ty's just sitting on a park bench. Like I'm just at, yeah. like, wherever, like, I'm at this rally for the Snyder Cut, and, like, if there's, like, a food, they have a food spread, I'm just eating food, like, so, yeah, I mean, like, I 
which sure I want this smart. is coming full circle because Gryffindors are sheeple Ty is proving he's a sheeple because he just goes along with the herd so. I just want another movie Whoa. I just want a better <laughs> movie real <laughs> Did y'all not also want the Snyder Cut? Like, no. y'all didn't want, no. like, a better I, didn't, movie? I was, no, those movies are no. trash. I didn't want any more of Right, I that's why I wanted, like, the, there's there was a chance that there's a better movie of that. So, like, fine. Because no. if another bad movie comes out, it doesn't affect my life in any way. I just wanted it to end. I mean, I'm not, like, angry that we got it. I just, like... I just don't like toxic fan bases. I don't like toxic fan bases. It it is damaging because look at what it's done to Star Wars. Like you have said, like it, like Rise of Skywalker is just okay. But I mean, like it's a mess because it's of a the five fan star base. Movie. I really like Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I I just want to slap you. <laughs> it's a five star movie. There's only two Star Wars movies that ever made me cry, and Rise of Skywalker is one. Did Babu Frick make you cry? Cause no. Babu Frick. Oh my gosh. Bobby Freak, baby. When Chewie. Bobby Freak. Spoiler alert Bobby for Rise Freak. of. <laughs> spoiler alert for Rise of Skywalker. When Chewie finds out that Leia is dead, okay. I break down because Chewie crashed, breaks yeah. down. And when I Chewie gets his movies, when though, Chewie so. gets his medal, tears. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. Force the Force mm-hmm. uh, ghost scene when she talks mm-hmm. to like everyone from the past, tears every single time. Okay. Same. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm an overly emotional movie watcher though, so that's. But yeah, I also cried at all of those parts well, of Rise of Skywalker. Okay, good for you guys. I'm a big. Wait, are you guys a Kylo and Rey fan? Because I was so happy. Yeah, got into it. I was I think very it's great. happy. Yeah. I was kind of driver fan. I, I was kind of rooting for a, a Kylo Dom Hall Gleason character. I think they should have mm-hmm. been together. And like their relate, their that's why their re- mm. their work that's relationship was it's so. a little toxic for me. I think their work relationship was just so uh, uh, grating because they're also dealing with their real relationship. <laughs> no, I I there was at one point where I really wanted Ray and Finn to get together, but then it's no, Last I Jedi. Never, literally never I that, but I Finn wanted Finn Ray and should have gotten together. I wanted Ray. Yeah, Ray and Poe made more sense to me than any. No, of dude, the Finn and Poe is what I'm saying. Oh. No, Finn just like they're way too close to just I, be just to be friends. Well, I think it's because so I read I read uh, Boom's review of uh, Force <laughs> Awakens when when I was doing my Star Wars rewatch, and she said uh, she loves Finn in it because it's clearly the first time he's ever made a friend. Because like if you uh, think about it, he's just so been in the cute. military the yeah. whole time. Yeah. He doesn't have I friends. I love Finn and Ray is just that's friends. why they're so yeah. close. Okay. That's why him and Poe are so close because it's well, literally the first friend he ever made. I just always thought like Finn liked Ray, and I just thought like it would become something because you know like she'd finally realize like oh yeah I like you too. But then in Last Jedi is my favorite of the new trilogy, and that uh, throne room scene where her and Kylo like fight with, like with each other against like the Knights of Ren. I was like, all right, I'm all in. I'm all in. These two, right now, let's go. Like, I'm into it. Let's go. And then from there on, I was like, please let them get together. Please let them get together. And I just think so. Kylo, Kylo just needed to work on so much of himself before he could get Kylo's into a relationship. Kylo's my favorite of all <laughs> the He had other stuff to figure out before he could I really commit like, to someone. <laughs> I feel like what makes me upset about that new trilogy is I feel like only Kylo and Rey got the full arc. Not everybody else. Well, yeah. The kind, yeah. That's, well, there's... Uh, Kylo's the only Skywalker left and Rey's the main character so they're obviously going to get the only arcs it makes sense yeah you could have done a little bit more like for Poe I say you are you are it's the wrong people we are both incredibly pro sequels here yeah okay 
right. I'm pro. All like, Star Wars is good Star yeah, Wars. All Star Wars is good Star Wars. So you're right. just like. Okay, I'm happy That's for the you official guys. stance of the rankings. I'm happy for I've, you guys. I've committed myself to. There's so many. There's so much. Like. Philadelphia fan bases, sports fan bases, and Star Wars fan bases are just the most toxic people in the world. And it's just like. I, I'm so not, tired not of it. Though, that, y'all are cool. Yeah, Pittsburgh's Thank fine. Because, I mean, they have to deal with really bad sports teams. Yeah, uh, the Penguins, are you kidding me? Our <laughs> hockey team is, like, one of the best in the league. Are you freaking kidding me right now? I could care uh. less about football. It's a hot mess. But, yeah, our baseball team sucks. But are you kidding? Our, our hockey team is – I know you guys don't watch hockey. I'm about ready to freak out. Are you kidding me? I wa- I'll watch the Stars every now and then. I go to a lot of Stars games, and I'll watch them on are TV you? every now and then. Okay, also, back, back to what Stars, I was saying before you interrupted me. Also, Stars, uniforms in the me, National Hockey Marcy. League. What's up, dude? <laughs> I, you see just, the new stars uniforms, the black and neon green. They're so sick. No, uh, so what I was saying is, there's just so much toxicness in the Star Wars fan base that I've committed myself to only saying positive things right. about Star Wars. So when are you gonna apply this to Wally? I don't know That's when they question. add a, a. That's a heck a, of a question. A character with a soul. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I'm telling you, the Iron Giant is the only robot in when any movie that made me tie? that made I... me like bang. <laughs> that just <laughs> destroyed me. The Iron Giant, for some reason, that's the only robot I can connect with. Well, this will be the last time I talk about Wally because Danny ruined the bit. So enjoy it. Sorry. Soak it all up. This there's so it. many. <laughs> there's so many. The other 70 millimeter Danny also gave it four stars. Yeah, but Danny loves Wally. I know he does. So. I, the movie is great. I just am not I, emotionally attached. To I also the main really character. like the movie. I love the character more than I love the movie. Uh, see, I okay. like the, and mo- I love the, the movie. So I just I like really the animation the almost more than I like the plot. Even the animation's unreal. We're not it's doing this game. We have to move okay. on. Okay. Yeah, we gotta we gotta we, wrap this we've up. We've yelled about Wally. We've yelled about Star Wars. <laughs> Gonna get the heck out of here. Uh, we did <laughs> not. Apparently, the Penguins d- are a good hockey team. It's the first time I'm yes. talking about it. If you guys come up here, I will take you to a game. I will buy all your beers, and you'll see what good hockey oh, is. Oh, I'm in. You're buying all the alcohol? I'm in? <laughs> you said the magic words. <laughs> this is how I make friends. <laughs> it's a good strategy, honestly. I'm more uh, of an Ovechkin right. guy over Crosby anyway. So. What about Malkin? Yeah, Sure. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Danny Malkin? I only know I only life. know Sidney Crosby, Ovechkin, and Patrick Kane. Those are the oh only hockey players I know. <laughs> oh, I know more about hockey than Ty does, but not a lot more. Wow, this sucks. I only watch it during the playoffs just because it's very exciting to watch. Have you it's been to always... a game in person? Yeah, I've been to a few Blackhawks games and, and Blues games. Because they were only like six hours away from me when I was living in Mississippi and a lot of Chicago. Maybe the most fun sports to see in person. Oh, yeah. It's It's a a very fun. There's nothing greater than your city winning back-to-back Stanley Cups, by the way. 2016, 2017. Also, in the 90s, we did it, too. I'll never be able to relate to that because we don't have a hockey team in Houston. (laughs) I didn't have a hockey team. We We used to have the Arrows, which was like a minor league team, and all they did was get in fights every game, and it was freaking awesome. Um, Yeah. I have but, a minor league team about 30 minutes away from me, and it's the most fun sporting event you can go to. Yeah. I love hockey. Shout I'll go to, to any Americans. type of hockey. College hockey's great also. Uh, it's just a good time. Also like not hockey. something that I experienced because I grew up in the South, and colleges don't have <laughs> hockey in the South. Um, Did you your guys, high school have a hockey team? Oh, my gosh. No, we had a club. Marcy? 
No, my my high school was no. We had we didn't even have like lacrosse or anything. We were a very small high school. Oh yeah, but, neither did we. Um, but you guys come up here. We'll go to a hockey game. I'll take you guys ice skating too. And I'll get you drunk through oh, the no. ice skating. <laughs> I'll go to the, I'll go to the game. I'm not ice skating. Have you, do, do you remember the scene in sad. Cool Runnings when they're trying to walk on ice when yeah. they're training? Uh. That's how I am on ice. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna be I John Candy. On ice. <laughs> <laughs> I do not belong anywhere near ice. It is not my home. Oh man. All right. Well, we'll do the Pens game at least. The oh, last time I went ice skating, I couldn't stop myself and I ran into my brother. And ran him into the wall, and he like almost broke his nose, and he was just bleeding mm-hmm. all over the ice rink because I couldn't, my I didn't ankles, know how to stop myself. <laughs> my ankles and feet have never hurt worse than after I went ice skating the one time I've gone. Oh. Just can't, I'm not doing it. Dude. I'll rollerblade all day. I rollerblade too. We can do that. Yes. Yeah, Team X Blades. Yes, here we go. If, <laughs> Whoa! If anyone You're got team that, X Blades, dude. If anyone got that reference, Team X. You're not a soul skater, dude. You're Team X. (laughs) Gotta get the money, man. Honestly, I don't blame you. If you can get paid for it, you get paid for it. But Team Pub and Suds does have the best name. Okay, we've talked about way too (laughs) much. We have gone so far off the rails. Nobody's even listening anymore. We're not even talking about Ravenclaw We haven't talked about Harry Potter in 45 minutes. (laughs) All right, we we did not get any voicemails or emails this week. We did get a text, though. Oh. Uh, that I'll go ahead and read out yes. here. Okay. It's from it's from Ellen. She's mad at us. Marcy, uh, I don't she, think you'll like this one. Oh no. She, she texted us and said, uh, "Have you recorded yet?" We said, "Yeah, we are right now." What's up? She said, "Oh, just wanted to remind y'all, I'm a Ravenclaw." So I think one, she's upset oh, that she's Alan. not the guest judge on this episode. Uh, <laughs> so she said, uh, "I don't have much to say other than we should have gotten better Ravenclaw characters," which I agree. Ravenclaw characters got. Not nearly enough shine in the yeah, series. I agree. Um, she also said Luna is great, but she's just made to be the weirdo one. But that's Ravenclaw, though. Little oddballs. They're just little nerdy oddballs. I love them so much. You also, you also have to forgive her. She's been uh, working in a hundred degree heat on in her backyard for okay. a week straight. She's angry. <laughs> she's just mad at the world right Ellen, now. Ellen, we love you. You are Ravenclaw always in our hearts. <laughs> 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 All right. Any any final thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, critiques before we get the heck out of here? No, this was great. You guys rock. I can't wait to go to a Penguins game with you guys. And, you know, <laughs> maybe we'll watch some Harry Potter together in the future. Who knows? If Ty will let Sounds us. Great. We'll see. It's been a minute since I've been. Why would I not so let y'all watch Harry you Potter? You never want to <laughs> hang out, Ty. I asked you to hang out, and you were like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. But I've already got... I. I, I it's just too many commitments to make, you know? He has no commitments. To make. I know he doesn't. He's lying to you. He's I just, out. you know, it's hard because I already have so many friends that it's just difficult to fit more into my life That's right not now. true. That's just not true. You're lying to us right now is what you're doing. You have no Audience, friends. listeners, Marcy, he's lying Hi, to us. We are your friends. Uh, We're, like, out of courtesy. Too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess... Technically, for the like, content, baby. our relationships <laughs> would be considered friends. I consider Danny a work friend. Yeah, it's a professional relationship. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but we yeah. literally talk every day. I don't Marcy, know. Marcy, Marcy, yeah, I'm only uh, keeping this relationship up because you get um, listeners for us. <laughs> once, once that goes out the window, then you're done. <laughs> Goodness. That's so mean. Ouch. Marcy, I'm your friend. If that, if that helps. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're welcome for the listeners, Ty. Ty's just here. (laughs) Ty's just here. We're friends. It's fine. We don't have to. It's a heartless sheep. 
Not everybody's finally realizing who Ty actually is. What a monster. Oh, I love Gosh. it. I love no. it. Let's get the heck out of here before Ty does any more damage. Look, I'm a big show. brother. I know how to push people's buttons. It's like a gift that all big brothers have. Not a gift. Bad thing. It's a bad gift. thing, Ty. It's a Makes gift. Makes you a bad person. <laughs> bad thing. Thank you for listening to the rankings. We want to thank our special guest, Judge Marcy. Uh, I think we usually point people to your letterbox, right? Yes, That's, Marcy. Is that kind of your, your favorite thing on there? Yeah, letterbox. Come find me on letterbox, Marcy Dale. Dale is my middle name. Um, yeah, come find me on there. So thank you fun movie opinions if you're not on letterboxd what are you doing Weirdo? yeah seriously uh please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts follow us on twitter and instagram at rankingspod. don't forget the double k in the middle we will be back with a new episode next week until then you're just as sane as i am bye bye see ya Thank you.